Hey, 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 you guys. We have another special guest here on Black Canvas in season six. And you guys are going to be in for a treat because Chris Shoup has a lot of talent. And I'm just so grateful that he agreed to be on the show. He is a Tennessee-born country music singer slash songwriter who grew up listening to and playing country music with friends and family in a small town in Georgia. As a child, he was heavily influenced by country music legends such as Johnny Cash, Alan Jackson, Gart Brooks, and Brooks and Dunn. In his teen years and early 20s, Chris decided to step into the rock world where he was successful and eventually shared a stage with several world-renowned artists and bands. In 2020, Chris chose to break away from the rock scene and embark on a journey back to his roots to become a solo country music artist. Although starting fresh was an obstacle, he was determined and set out to Nashville with his guitar and new ideas in mind. He played on the streets of Broadway regularly. During this time, Chris was also working on his own original music behind the scenes. In late 2021, he wrote and recorded his debut single, California Sky, which I really love, you guys, on Music Row with Grammy Award-winning studio musicians. Since releasing California Sky, Chris is still playing some shows on Broadway and is also getting into songwriting in that scene in the Nashville area. He is planning to release his second single and is booking tours for the upcoming year. Chris is finding his place in the singer-songwriter world. And in 2022, he, it looks very promising for his career. He is excited to continue writing and sharing his music in hopes that his listeners can relate to his songs. It is important to him to preserve the traditional sounds of the country music he grew up influenced by, while also adding a hint of his own rock and roll past in his current music. And Chris, we're so glad to have you here as a special guest on Black Canvas. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, man. I'm really excited to be here. Well, I'm always excited to talk to new artists, but people who I admire. And Chris, your voice is amazing. I mean, it's something about the way you sing and you're able to express. And I was like, he has to be on this show. So I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sharon. Oh, you're welcome. So I'm going to first start off with California Sky is my first question. So what is one specific lyric from California Sky that stands out to you? And how was it recording this hit song? Um, probably the first line would be the most important to me is because, um, I drive to California a lot from, from Tennessee and, uh, it, you always feel like when you're driving out West, you feel like you're chasing the sun because the time, the time difference is, is you know, three hours and you're constantly driving out that way. And the, the sun's just like following you, you follow it down. So you, it's like a, it's like a trucker thing. People say they're chasing the sun down. Um, so that, that means a lot to me. I wrote this song when I was uh, in the pandemic. We were going through the pandemic, and I, I was driving through the desert, and uh, that's when the song started coming in my head. And I wrote it out in the desert uh, during the pandemic, and it just means a lot to me, that first line of the song. So, yeah. I love that. And just the recording process, what went into recording the song in general? Um, I met some guys on, uh, on music row and, and I ended up, uh, I spent a whole year playing in Broadway, uh, playing in the bars 
and then I decided I wanted to uh, get these songs out. So I, I met some guys in Midtown and, and on Music Row, and they invited me to come to the Omni the Omni recording studio, and we, and we recorded it on Music Row, and it was it was it was an awesome experience. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I put out some rock albums before when I was in the rock world, and it was nothing like recording in Nashville. It's just like legendary there. I love that. And I do know some people who I've actually interviewed who live in Nashville or who perform there. And they always talk about it just an experience. It's nothing like being in Nashville when you're able to perform. And so I would love to hopefully hear you do some duets with some people that I love too. So I might hook you up and tell you some people I've talked to. And that might be a good look for y'all. Uh, definitely. I, I did some writing at, at Warner Chapel with a. Uh... You had, actually had a guy on here a few about a month ago, Styles Hari. Uh, I, I wrote a song with him at, at Warner Chapel, and we, we're waiting to pitch it to some some bigger bigger names right now. So uh, there's no telling what's going to be in the future. It's things move so fast in Nashville. You never really know what you're going to be doing in six months from now, or who you're going to be playing with, or what you're going to be doing. That's right. And Styles is such a great guy. One of the nicest people I've talked to in a very long time. Very, very nice guy. So speaking of duets, my next question kind of goes into a guy who we all know, Mr. Jimmy Allen, who was the CMT 2022 Artist of the Year. So my question is, what was it like meeting him and actually, you know, just having a conversation with Jimmy? And when you are given this opportunity, because I do believe you will win this award at one point, who would you want to be one of the first people that you would thank when you receive the award? Uh, J- Jimmy Allen's such a cool down-to-earth guy. And I I tried to, you know, I, I met a lot of famous people before, you know, playing in the rock scene. And I try not to get too starstruck because I know that they, if, if you do that, they treat you as a fan. And, you know, I just try, I try to, to talk to artists as, as if just they're just like me or, or someone else and and just talk to them about the about their lives and, and, and things they like doing and and it makes them feel more comfortable in that aspect and um but he's such a great guy and it was it was it was a humbling experience to meet him and i i don't know if i'll ever win the artist of the year i try to i try to think that I, that's a possibility because if you know having goals like that is what what pushes you as an artist um, but if i ever did win artist of the year i would definitely thank god first for that uh, for for putting me in the position to do that that's amazing and having a strong faith i think really helps people especially when you have those low moments when you look at your career and you're like where am i or what is my purpose i think that can be one of the strongest things to hold on to um, when you have nothing else absolutely all right. Well, Chris, well, I'm, I'm rooting for you. If you ever are nominated, you don't have to worry. I will definitely vote for you. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes, sir. All right. Next question I have for you is if your life could be summed up by one of your favorite CDs, which one would you choose and who would you like to actually sing on the record? Oh, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, anything in the nineties is, 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 is my jam, you know, like I, it could be it, it could be any genre really. Uh, it could be alternative R and B or rock or country. Uh, anything in the nineties takes me back, and uh, I, I kind of like you know. I, I don't know if you remember doing the burnt CDs back in the nineties, and 
the early 2000s. They would, people would do burnt CDs with just your favorite songs on it. That would be my favorite kind of CD is like a CD of songs that I compiled on myself. Um, so that's what I would choose as far as CD goes. And Okay. I guess if I could choose an artist to sing with me on that, I would choose uh, probably uh, maybe Elvis. Maybe Elvis. <laughs> if he was still alive. <laughs> I love that. So we're going to have now, that's what I call Chris instead of music, right? <laughs> but I remember that growing up, like I used to burn CDs all the time. So my mom used to let me buy like the stacks of them. And I would start with like the 20 pack. And then I started getting the Memorex kind, like the 50 of them. Yes, man. I And I would have my permanent marker and then I would actually create them. And I would have like Jerry's mix or J mix or I would just Those do all kind ones. of fun stuff. And I was like, man, maybe I'll be a DJ one because people love my mixes <laughs> right yeah, definitely. so i got a fun question for you what advice would you give to a fellow musician who's just starting out in the beginning of their career and who has been one of your biggest supporters thus far in your journey in music um i would say uh, my advice to anyone that's getting into music is which i have people i have people ask me this a lot you know like what do I do? How do I get started? I think the, I think the hardest thing is, it's just like knowing what to do, but you just got to put yourself out there and just go, go wherever it is and, 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 and network with as many people as you can. And I, I feel like if, I feel like if you're really, really talented and you practice and you get really, really good, you will surface. You will. If your songs are good, they'll surface and they'll become known. That's just that's just how it works. I think that uh, anybody can do it that puts their mind to it. I really do. And my biggest supporters through all this would be my family and friends, definitely. Uh, it's every time that I feel like I want to give up, they're always there rooting me on and cheering me on. And, and it just always, remind, always reminded me that uh, how much work I put into this. And it keeps me going. It always keeps me going. I love to hear that, especially with family members um, who understand your journey, um, especially when you're on the road. That can be a very stressful thing. And during the pandemic, a lot of artists weren't given or afforded the opportunity to tour. And so you saw a lot of like um, Instagram live shows or people, you know, doing Facebook lives and or a lot of TikTok videos that started to surface and we've seen a lot of artists that became really popular from that so i love that your family members are still supporting you even when you switch from the rock back to country like they understand that you are a musician that is going to evolve and they'll be there throughout each part of it so that's good all right chris i got another one for you
Hey, you guys. I'm sorry if we had a technical difficulties. I think it may have cut out. Chris, are you back? I am back. I, I don't know what happened. The app crashed or something. Oh, well, we're going to make it work. Don't worry about that. All right. So, Chris, next question I have for you is, what is your favorite or least favorite part about being a musician? And do you ever struggle with performance anxiety? And if so, how do you manage it? I think uh, my favorite part about being a musician, the, the reason why I get reminded I do, why I do this every time is when whenever you you write a song and, and, and someone can relate to it in their own way and it means something special to them, that, that, that just like automatically gives you the feeling like this is what I signed up for, this, this is why I do this. And uh, it happens very often. And I think... Um, what was the other question you had? I'm sorry. Oh, that. no no problem. The second part was, do you ever struggle with performance anxiety, and how do you manage it if so? Uh, I think I used to when I was younger, when I was just getting into it. But, you know, I, I was in a rock band for 10 years, and we did a lot of big shows and played some arenas and, and uh, played with some really big, big artists. And I think I broke a lot of ice uh, throughout those years. So I don't really get nervous anymore. I think... Uh, I don't get nervous at all, actually, anymore. It's, it's really cool. It's a cool feeling. But um, I think the only thing I really get nervous about now is, is worrying about if I'm going to get sick or lose my voice before a show. That's kind of like an anxiety thing that I get now. Like, something big's coming up, like, oh, man, what would I do if I got a strep throat or a cold or something? That's the only kind of nervous anxiety I get now. Which I think is a, a common theme for a lot of people. I mean, right now we have so many things going around and it, it can be very difficult um, to, to keep yourself from getting sick. So I totally get where you're coming from, for sure. And your voice is pretty much what people are paying it to hear. So I get right. that. Now, if you could replay one day in your past and hit the reset button, would you change it? And if so, what would you want to change? I think uh, if I could go back to a certain point in my life, I would go back to when I was in high school with everything that I know now, and I probably would have changed a lot of things. I probably would have already made it in music like a long time ago. I spent a lot of years, you know, uh, partying and all, and all that good stuff. I mean, it was fun, and I guess it made me who I am, but I really wish I would have put my nose at the grindstone and, and, and worked harder in the beginning and and then I could have kicked back and relaxed a little bit, but it is what it is. And you live and learn. And I think everything happened for a reason. And those, those, those kind of things make you who you are. I agree with that statement. I mean, um, I always say that living life with regrets can sometimes cause us to not experience life the way we need to. And so I think when we go through tough times, it just teaches you how to be stronger and not to fall apart. Absolutely. All right, so I only have one question. I'm going to combine both of these. The last one for you is, um, what's next for you, and how can our listeners find you online? Um, I'm, I'm working on uh, writing lots of songs and uh, getting ready to put uh, to, to, to record an album and, and booking some tours and shows, and, and so many things are happening right now. It's just like, it's like uh, a few months ago, I had like an empty schedule, and I was sitting here wondering like, 
how am I going to book all this up and get this whole year booked up? And, and now I'm trying to find dates to squeeze in to do anything. Cause I'm just so booked up. There's so much stuff going on. So I guess being busy is good. And, um, I, I don't even know what I'll be doing in three months from now. Uh, I just know that I'll, I'll be really busy <laughs> and, uh, I plan on going on tour soon and ho- hopefully getting signed to a, a publishing company this year some, at some point. Well, I would definitely be keeping you in my prayers that all these things will work out for you, Chris. Can you tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram, YouTube, um, streaming platforms? Uh, I'm on all uh, all retail stores. My my single California Sky. I have a new single coming out, Where I Call Home, that will be coming out June the 10th at midnight, and it will also be available in all retail stores. And you can find me at chrisshoot.com or on Facebook, Chris Shoot Music. Instagram, Chris Music. Well, we thank you, Chris, and that is available for pre-save, correct? It is. Uh, it's available for pre-save on Spotify and Apple Music and iTunes. All right. Well, I'm going to help promote you as much as I can on my end. I think that you are extremely talented. I think that the world is going to be introduced to the next country superstar, I think you really have a lot of ability and you connect with people really well with your voice. So I want nothing but the best for you on your upcoming tour when it happens. And hopefully we'll get an EP or full length album coming soon. That means a lot. Thank you for that. And I really appreciate you having me on your show today. Well, I'm going to have you back, Chris. I want to hear you sing actually live on here. So maybe when we have a couple more songs out, we can get you on here and maybe you can do some cover music with us as well. Absolutely. All right, Chris. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, Chris, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will talk with you soon. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.